gift, yeah, your gift is a seed You can easily be the change that we need Keep your mind alert and your heart with peace Be the change that we want to see Yeah, go and share your gift, yeah, your gift is a seed You can easily be the change that we need Keep your mind alert and fill your heart with peace Be the change that we want to see Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Mentality Unchained. Um, you know, today is kind of special to me. Uh, we're coming up on our actually third year, right? Uh, finishing up our second year. And I kind of wanted to just sit down and, and chat with, uh, with my director. And, uh, you know, he came in with me about a year ago and this thing has kind of been taking off. So I really wanted to kind of get his opinion on how things have been going, just to see what's going on in his life. And just let's just chop it up a little bit. Uh, so without further ado, uh, welcome Alex Jackson. Everyone. <laughs> what's going on, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Just working yeah. on this. And yeah. All this stuff. Yep. Right. Now, I know you don't don't get nervous on me because <laughs> you're always behind the camera. And see, that's the one thing, too, is like uh, you're behind the camera all the time, like and now you're in front of the camera. How does that feel? Um, it honestly, feels <laughs> it feels kind of weird. Like I um, actually did a photo shoot with a buddy of mine, Nick Talon, the other day, uh -huh. and I was like, "Dang, like I'm never in front of the camera, so I don't know what to do." <laughs> like I can direct people, but it's weird to like be directed. Right, like, right. Mm. I tell you what, man, we've been uh, we've done a lot of good shows this year, man, and mm. and I'm very proud of the work that we've done. But like, what's like? Thinking back and looking back, what's your favorite episode, man? Favorite episode? Um, I think the one with uh, Maurice West is pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was um interesting individual, uh, very smart, uh, very charismatic. It's why he's a politician. <laughs> right, yeah, right, he's a politician. Yeah, so um, that's probably my favorite. Plus, like, he had um, the one little clip of when he was talking about his... Uh, co-workers or something like asking like did you vote on this bill because you're black and it's like yeah. yes obviously <laughs> yes you know what you pull that piece out right away you was like you need to see this and yeah was that was like, a sound bite yeah. yeah that was a cool sound bite and I, I think too like i like that you bring that type of stuff to the to the podcast like you're not afraid to say i think that works and that don't work mm -hmm. we hadn't had a lot that didn't work but you're not afraid to kind of like speak up on that. And I appreciate that, man. Well, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, when you first started and when you first started, uh, when you first heard about it, what was your thoughts about coming on? Honestly, like I'm, I'm <laughs> like working with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was excited. Okay. I, I was honestly excited because I feel like at least I don't, I'm not aware of a lot of, uh, podcasts that like have a focus on mental health within the black community yeah and so plus when you're black i was like all right this is dope yep <laughs> get to work with another black individual yeah that was cool i uh you know so when i the first year i had a couple guys and the actual uh one that i started with was jaleel west mm. and he and i started the podcast and he always used to say hey uh, we're not going to do this podcast unless you're the face of it. And I'm mm. like, uh, I'm not going to do it. And so we pushed it. I pushed it off because I didn't want to do it because I didn't feel that I wanted to be in front of the camera either, mm. you know, cause I've always been in the background. And so, uh, over time though, I was like, okay, let's do it. Cause we wanted to get the message out. 
And I think that was the important thing about really getting the message out and going through different transition with different people. It felt like when you came in, it just clicked and mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the guy, this is where, we're, this is the direction we're going in. And I was like, okay, now we can actually make some move. And we've been really like recording like crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's been awesome. This second season has been great, but I'm looking forward to the third season. Like, in your opinion, what direction or what your what what's your thoughts on season three coming up? What are you thinking as far as how the world is transpiring and how things are happening? The vision that you and I should have. Um, I feel like uh, in terms of direction for season three, we should probably really try to get. There's a rooster. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Um, but uh, focus on. Uh, very like current topics. Like we were talking a little bit before about like manhood and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I mentioned like not to name drop, but like Andrew Tate. Yeah. And like what he's doing to kind of uh, degress the progress we've made for gender equality, where he's talking to like a lot of these like young men, yeah. telling them like women aren't like your equals, like right. treat them right. treat them badly. And it's like uh, stuff that is very prevalent, at least in the online world, which mm-hmm. probably be addressed by someone who is. Um, as I think as unbiased and calm and collected as like you are, okay. I feel like you have a unique voice when it comes to that. And okay. especially like, um, cause how do I put it? Uh, like your focus is on, like, it's called mentality on chain. Like right, the fo- right, main focus right. is like, uh, mental health with the black men, but also like men in general. And yeah. I feel like that the young men are, uh, becoming, victims to this man who's like preying on their innocence yeah where it's like you don't start off as intolerant but someone like but someone or experiences like make you that way right and this man's coming in and like ruining any chance they might have of being like a well-rounded individual by telling him all this horrendous things Uh, and 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 it's funny that you say that because initially well i would say this is really what the show is built on Mm -hmm. is like you said the mentality of yesterday and trying to and and impute that into today, which is a problem. I mean, not so much of it's a bad thing, but it goes against the progress that we've we've made and we're still trying to make. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the premise of the show is mentality unchained to kind of break that stigma, to take the chains off for our ment- a mental capacity to think that we're stuck or we're we're in a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. And so you know. That right there is definitely going to be a subject that we're going to definitely approach. And I think going into season three, the last couple episodes, uh, we're going to start talking to some men Mm. about um, how we continue to progress as men. And it brings our young men up to be men, Mm. you know, because I don't want to set back either. Uh, Yeah. I think it affects us in a total different realm, but that's just me. Mm. But so... With that being said, we've talked a lot about mental health through the years, and I, I want to keep that element, but like from your perspective, what have you picked up on or what have you kind of gravitated to or, or even learned or even thought about when you do these shows, when you're behind the camera and you're listening and you're like, oh, okay. Um, uh, just hearing people's stories, like I forgot her name, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, but she had uh bipolar disorder oh yeah that's uh Jeanette Towns oh yes Jeanette yes um very like touching story uh-huh. uh that uh I was never 
um, judgmental of bipolar disorder before, but like hearing the life of someone who dealt with it for years and years and years, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, this goes much deeper than I thought. It's not just mood swings. It can like really right. screw up your whole life. Right. Um, and see how she came out of that stronger than mm-hmm. when she went into it was very ins- inspiring. Like my gotcha. uh, sister uh, thinks she might be dealing with bipolar disorder. So it's mm-hmm. like good to know that um, you can come out of that a stronger person than you were before. Yeah. So that was yeah. inspiring to me. I think one of the things uh, that I, I would love to keep, I would love to keep um, in the next season is the real stories. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want more of those Jeanette town stories, more of, of those stories that people uh, are actually dealing with it or have come out of it, you know, um, are trying to manage it, you know, because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, we all deal with just different stuff, right? Like, I mean, I'm in front of the camera, you're behind the camera, <laughs> but life goes on, right? Yeah. And so I want to bring more of those real stories. Uh, and, and I want to really expand as much as we can too, you know, to reach a broader, broader audience. But, you know, uh, that comes with being creative, having more creative flow and uh, just trying to do more of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I will say this is that, you know, again, you've been uh, a blessing for this show. But like, what are you doing your own on your own? What are what freelances? What are you doing um, in terms of like videography and photography? Uh, a lot of weddings I've realized okay. um, recently I started working with the public school system here okay. in here in Rockford. Yeah. Um, which is really nice. Like it's cool. Uh, I'd never been in a situation that was like that structured before. Mm-hmm. Usually if it's like weddings, it's like, like here's the itinerary, follow this, uh, right. get some of these shots. But now I'm like signing all these like <laughs> contracts and stuff. I'm like, Oh man, this is a lot of reading. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's a longer form project. So we shot one part of it the other day. Mm-hmm. And then I think when I come back from vacation is when we're going to shoot another part and then mm-hmm. maybe another part later on. Gotcha. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a change for me, okay. I'd say, to be doing something like that kind of in that scope. Okay. Um, but I'm excited to work with them and potentially do more work if they have it for me. So it sounds like you're getting a lot of variation at this point. Like yeah. You kind of honing your skills a little bit more. Yeah. I'm realizing as I do more that I am developing my own style too. Okay. Or it's okay. like, okay, like I was. Yeah. Wasn't sure if it was just like a hodgepodge of different things, but like I'm looking at like footage and stuff right, and like right. editing stuff. I'm like, okay, like there's consistency here, so that's nice to see. When you're when you're editing when you're editing the show, we don't we don't take out a, we don't take out a lot, if yeah. any, right? Mm. We're we just kind of keep it raw. Is there a point when you're sitting there and you're looking at the uh, at the screen and you're editing and you're thinking to yourself like? Uh, this could be a big piece or this could be, mm, I, I need to take it out or what? Do you, what's your thoughts going in when you're in that process? Um, well, for other stuff, because like you said, we don't take out a whole lot with this. Yeah. Um, it's very much trying to find like a central theme or like a story within the video. Like mm-hmm. even in weddings, there's like a, like a thematic element to it okay. or a story and seeing like, okay, like this part is sweet, but it might not fit with what, the main crux of the project is. So okay. I have to make the tough decision to take that out. They call it like killing your baby or something like that, where it's like, you love it, but you got to get rid of it. Right. Right. Hmm. I, I, yeah. We now we have had a couple shows like that though. I, and to be, to be transparent, we have had a couple shows that some of the, some of the content, um, it, it, it more or less kind of 
puts a wedge, I would say, mm. in between what we're really trying to do, is, which is bring people together. And sometimes we get to the point where we will say things that will kind of like separate us. And, and I've always wanted this show to be something that is all inclusive, that everyone can watch, everyone can mm. talk about, and everyone can relate to. And that's the biggest key is like everyone can relate to. And so as much as I want um, superstars or celebrities on the show, it does nothing for me. It mm. may do something for the audience, but it does nothing for me. So I like the the, the quote unquote normal, ordinary person, mm. you know, uh, because uh, everybody's not a, a celebrity, right? Yeah. And so celebrities get seen all the time. Yeah. But but normal people, quote unquote, normal people don't get seen all the time. I feel like it's very important though to like have like normal people on the show because mm -hmm. I was talking with a friend about this the other day where it's like you get um these celebrities who like have an opinion on something it's like wh like why is their opinion worth more than the people that right. some of this stuff directly affects it's like I feel like yeah it's cool that like just to throw out a name like Harry Styles said something uh -huh. about whatever but it's like yeah. like what's his authority like right. he's not as far as I know, like directly affected by some of the stuff he's talking about. So yeah. it's like, and not to say that he's like talking about anything specific, but just like, it's, it's a name I threw out there, but that's, I think it's important to give voice to, uh, everyday people, yeah. not someone who like will sing a song or like show up in a movie or something. Right, Cause it's like right. they're what I'm wanting to see from them is music and, and movies and stuff like <laughs> right. that. Like, I don't think everyone, like every celebrity needs to be, uh and uh what's the word i'm looking for a an individual that makes a huge amount of change yeah it's yeah. like they have a job to do that's right, what I, that's what i'm right. paying to see them do it yeah um, absolutely I, I get more impact from people in my life who i can directly relate to who can like talk to me and i can talk to them about these things that i think that's what makes this the show fun for me is that I, I get to hear ordinary stories. Mm. And uh, I will say that like the last episode we did with the Golden Girls, and I I, I, I found that to be refreshing. I found that to be fun. Mm -hmm. Because here we have these four young ladies that are in their season years, and they're enjoying life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is what it's all about, right? We should be enjoying life at this point. You know, we have enough going on in, in all these different countries and our country. I mean, why can't we just be okay and just have fun for a change? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really enjoyed that last episode. But I, I want to say, I don't particularly have a favorite one. I got pieces of each each episode that I really like. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but I think, I guess this was my favorite because we, <laughs> we get to talk about, you know, all the other episodes. So it's, it's always fun to look back. Mm -hmm. But looking ahead, um, I want to do more. I want to, I want this platform to do more. Mm. And, and so whatever that looks like, I'm, I'm open for it and I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, but I tell you what, um, I don't want people to think that you and I um, have these special gifts and mm. and and we're here because we deserve to be here. We don't. Right. Yeah. We're here because we said, OK, there's something that we think the people need. Right. Mm. So in your perspective, from your perspective, how does a young man like you go from 
a thought of editing, producing, directing to now actually doing stuff like that? Um, like how do they, sorry, can you, how, how do you go from the thought, the dream, the, the aspiration to now doing some of the things that you truly want to do? Um, I think believing that most, if not all things are accessible to you. I think I watched a video the other day about, uh, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where if you have a fixed mindset, you think like I was born with these yep. um, and it's never going to change. But a growth mindset is uh, where you're able to, what's the term that he used? Um, like you, you live and then you learn. So it's mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you, like anything that you can't do mm -hmm. or are not able to do yet, you right. will be able to with just the proper work and what uh, this, that, and the third. Gotcha. Um, so I would honestly say just work on it. Like if you don't think you can do it, you're wrong. You can do it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely subscribe to that model too because <laughs> I'm 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 in the middle of writing a dissertation, and so I'm using that theoretical model of a growth and a fixed mindset. And I think that's why I say life kind of like mimics what you feel that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I should be helping people understand to move out of one mindset into another mindset. Thus, we have mentality unchained. We're breaking the chains of being in that fixed mindset to having more of a growth mindset. And and it's just simple. It's like, I believe that I can do more. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not because of how I was raised, uh, the things that I'm involved in. I'm just stuck in that box. But I believe once I get there, I can do more. I can do more. And I'm just hoping that people start to uh, want to do more. Mm. Like, we're in this huge world and there's so much evil going on. There's so much bad uh, news all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody shine a light, right? Yeah. And I know it's a lot of us that do that in our capacity of work. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's draining. Like, do you ever get tired of just like trying to do good or trying to do the right thing? Um, it's definitely stressful, uh, but I'm a huge believer that if you help one person, you help everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, because you're just like spreading that like good energy to other people. It's like, you're just putting more good out into the world. Right. Like it's going to get reciprocated or it's going to like get paid forward and stuff. Um, so like, while it can be stressful, like it's definitely worth it, I think. Yeah. Like, cause if you can, if you can do to some, if you can, uh, do something to help someone like there's virtually no reason not to gotcha like at all i can't think of a single good reason to not help someone who needs it gotcha i that's that's a great way to look at it so in what you're saying and people getting to know you because you always behind the camera mm -hmm. like who is alex who is alex jackson like tell um, the people who is alex oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm 24 um I am obviously a videographer and editor. Um, <laughs> I like I like to think that I work pretty hard. Okay, um, you work, do you do yeah. by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I definitely care about people. Like I like want to know people's stories. That's why it's so interesting. Like sit, usually sit behind the camera, like listening to someone right, uh, tell right. their story. Um, and I just like to get to know people. Like mm -hmm. it's like probably entertaining is not the best word to use but mm -hmm. i guess fulfilling is a better word to use like gotcha. fulfilling things to do is just like to get to know someone and get to know right, their story right because like i have moments where i'm like 
driving by and I'll see someone in the car. It's like, they have a life like just as intricate and complex as mine. Right. Right. It sounds like you're interested in, in people and all, all just, just people in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all have a, a story to tell. Like we have actual, uh, actual story to tell. Not it's, it's so um, nonchalantly put when people say, oh, I got a life, I got a life to tell. I got, I got things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. But can you really tap into that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, when I'm sitting across from someone, I'm like, I'm really trying to tap into like, what makes you who you are? Like, and I'm trying to think and come up with these questions to say, you know what? I think that's a good person. Now let me pull it out of them. Mm. Uh, and I think that leads to why I don't have notes. I'm like, I don't want anything planned, right? I want to people to be able to hear the raw uncut because at the end of the day, we're not perfect. And so we don't live in a perfect world, right? Mm. So why should I put something out there that's perfect? Why should I yeah. have something so neat and tight? And like, are these perfect people? No, we're not perfect people. Mm. So, you know, and so that's what I try to do. Uh, but, you know, even with, with that being said, it's like, what's your most inspirational thing that you've heard uh, on one of the shows? One of the shows? Um, nothing that's coming to mind immediately there's mm-hmm. probably definitely something um but nothing that's at the forefront right now gotcha one of the things that um that uh that comes to my mind is i say it all the time at the end of the show and i thought about it, i was like well maybe i need to say that at the beginning of the show or in the middle of the show because at the end of the show you know just in case someone don't watch it and i'm like but one of the things that uh i'm always inspired by is what I say at the end of the show is that we all have the ability to change our circumstances only if we focus on what we can change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how if if people understand that concept is like you really if you focus on what you can control, everything else doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because if it's out of your hand, who's going to fix it? You can't fix it. So, you know, I, I really um I really believe that. Like, mm. if we just focus on what we can change and stop focusing on all the things that are out of our control, and that includes people, mm. because it bleeds over to us trying to control significant others, boyfriends, girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know, friends, and you know. And so, when we stop doing those things, I think that we'll be able to more uh, uh, deal with some of the problems and the things that we that come up in our lives. So, that inspires me every time because I really truly believe it. So, but with, with that being said, like you, you, do you feel like we're making a difference? Um, definitely. Yeah. I've noticed, and I'm looking at just numbers right now, but like, I'll <laughs> like see on like TikTok, uh-huh. like follow on TikTok, by the way, <laughs> um, like that the numbers of views is going up. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So like he's reaching a broader audience right, now. Right. And like, while there's still like a ways to go, like uh-huh. before we reach like a yeah. huge number, it's like still, it's nice to see that there's a growth happening. Like more people are affected like in a positive way by your content. Right. And I'll read some of the comments too. It's like, okay, like they're, they're enjoying this. They're, I'm they're glad you this. brought that up. Cause I wanted to talk about that too. It's like, sometimes I get, I do get discouraged and I'm going to mm. be honest. I, I do get discouraged because when you start out podcasting, you don't uh, think about, 
the work that has to go into it. Mm -hmm. You don't think about the patience you must have because you see all these other different podcasts and they may have the means to to, to promote it or market mm. it a lot more and things of that nature. And and then you get on certain platforms and and you got this person has 10,000 likes. Mm. And you're looking at it, you're like, wait a minute, there's no content there. It's just mm. a person looking into the into their phone. Mm -hmm. But I'm putting out this content and I'm getting like two, three, four hundred. And I'm like, this is a long process. Mm. But if you love it, like I love it, I'm willing to keep going. And then I'm not doing it for the likes, but I want people to know about it. I want to spread the word. So I will be honest, that kind of discouraged me early on. It's like, okay, I want to get the audience. And when you're not getting the audience as fast as you think you should be getting it, mm. it, it is discouraging. But though that separates the ones that truly want to do it for uh, the other other reasons than just getting likes. Yeah. So, and you know, we talk about promotion and marketing and things of that nature, and even sponsorship. You know, um, will help grow the grow the podcast. But right now, uh, we're uh, we're creeping up. Now we're moving. We're getting more comments. We're getting uh, more involvement into the podcast and into the platform, different platforms. And so I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the, it's the saying, be thankful for the friends that you have near you than the ones you don't have, you know. Yeah. And so I'm being I'm thankful for the audience that we do have and not worrying about the ones that we don't have. Mm -hmm. So one of the hands worth two in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, see, so got an old soul because that's something my grandmother would say. That's what my dad says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but but even with that, though, man, like. Let's 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 you and I get a little personal here. Uh, we won't get too personal, but let's get a little a little personal here. Like, what are some of the challenges that you've had uh, within the last year? Even like dealing with podcasting, uh, your 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 freelance stuff, and like bringing it all together. Still trying to have a productive life. Still trying to you know socialize. I mean, still trying to do all these things. Like, what what kind of uh, challenges have you had? Um, probably setting bound, like realistic boundaries for myself and mm. realistic, uh, expectations. Right. Um, because just cause there's 24 hours in a day don't mean you got to use them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I'll like work in the morning, uh, run and do some more work, right. uh, once I get back and then maybe go back to another shift and then be like, okay, now it's 11 or 11 PM. Let's go see my friends. It's like, I should be in bed. Right. Like, I'm, cause I got to do the next, the same thing the next morning. Um, so just setting boundaries and realistic expectations for myself is, uh, something I've struggled with in the past year. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm starting to get better with it. Um, where I'm going to bed the same day that I wake up instead yeah. of like the next day. Um, which yeah. is definitely improved my mood. Like I woke up, at uh, 6 a.m. yesterday because okay. I went to bed uh, the day before. I'm like, I feel good. And I right, just, right. I mean, I did more work, but I didn't feel as down about it. I didn't feel like I had to do it. It's like, okay, like I got the energy to do it, so yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I think that, that's been a challenge for me as well is like um, is trying to balance things, uh, not only boundaries, but trying to balance, mm -hmm. you know, balancing school, work, uh, uh, family, um, 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 podcasts, um, doing seminars. I mean, just the balance and boundaries, like you said, of everything is like, if we're not careful, 
we're overload ourselves. We'll overload ourselves till we think we truly do have more than 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. And we're like, man, if I had more time, well, if you had more time, that'd be filled as well. So, and I'm trying to get better at, you know, finding myself a routine because I get to bed late and I'm up early and, you know, and so it wears you, wears you down. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like the challenges I've been having this year trying to keep the podcast up and then deal with the other things around me. So I, I totally agree with you with the boundaries, but then also I would add balance to it. So what, what do your, what do your parents think about like what you do? I mean, what were their reaction when you told them that you wanted to go to school and do videography and get into this field? Uh, they're pretty supportive. Cause I had a, like even from like a young age, I've always been like interested in doing like movies and mm -hmm. like videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like at twelve years old, I was making stop motion movies for like class projects and stuff. Wow. Um. So like they always kind of knew this is what I was gonna do, mm -hmm. and so they wanted to cultivate that and like let me grow in that. And so I think they were pretty excited to like see the progress from where I was then to like where mm -hmm. I am now. Gotcha. You know what? You you're in a field though that. Uh, a lot of people feel that they have to be like in a bigger market. Yeah. Like what's your thought on, you know, not being in a bigger market, wanting to be in a bigger market and the obstacles of getting in the bigger market? Um, it's, it's a little intimidating trying to break into the industry just because it's so competitive. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have kind of like a, like a personality to mm -hmm. them that I feel like they kind of cultivate or like mm -hmm. an ego that um, can make it hard to work with other people, mm -hmm. especially when it's such a collaborative thing to right. have to like make a movie or like a video, like you got to work with other people and it's difficult if someone is being difficult. Um, but I actually had a talk with my friend the other day mm -hmm. about, I just like making films in general. And he said like, I don't think I want to be famous. Like I like, just the process of making it yeah. working with people that yeah. that i like right and the more i thought about it the more like you know what like that's kind of me too like yeah. i just like creating things like showing it to someone and if one person sees it and they like it that's all i really need yeah um so i'm not super keen on the idea anymore of like trying to be famous because mm -hmm. like i don't even think that's what i want like right at the end of the day i just want to be happy whatever that looks like and right. if it's making videos for um like, like or short films or stuff like mm -hmm. th that 30 people see yeah I'm good yeah mm -hmm. see and i and i'm kind of like that too i'm like simple like that because like the fame and and the celebrity stuff does I, it doesn't excite me mm. i mean my wife used to get on me about concerts i can't i don't go to concert i i just don't see myself standing in front of someone singing or rapping or mm -hmm. playing to me you know yeah it's now, like why did i pay sixty dollars for this <laughs> ticket when i can listen to it on my headphones like exactly and so uh i think though like in in podcasting any type of uh any type of media when you're out front, it's kind of hard to balance like the, the humility versus the fame and the celebrityism. Because mm. at the end of the day, if you're out in front where people see you, they're going to make you to be this celebrity and this famous person. But at the end of the day, I'm like this. I just want to keep making content mm. that can help people. Yeah. Like our conversation, if that can help someone, I'm all for it. And that's what I love about it. It's like, 
you know what? I'm starting to really dig this thing because if I get five likes and they like it and they ch- something changes in their life, I'm good. Mm. I'm good because, you know, you can only help one person at a time, even if you do it in a group setting. It's up to them if they want to uh, catch on to what you're saying and what you're putting out. So I'm all about making great content. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're trying to do, you know, get into the short films and things of that nature. And that may be something that we need to kind of talk about uh, how, how we can um, bring that to the forefront where people can see it. You know, that's mm-hmm. something. And I think, too, that's that's another thing that I think we need to branch out to other projects. I think that's probably this season, season three as well. It's like, okay. how can we add some different elements to to the podcast? You know, I don't want to ever be pigeonholed and just be in one thing or just mm. this and just that. I never was the type of person that would just get to routine and just say, okay, that's my thing. You know, I'm like, I like variation. I like change. I like different. I like all of that kind of stuff. So, I, I think that's something more we can do in season three as well. Okay, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we we're gonna put our creative juices to, uh, together and see what we can come up with. But like, I would love to get more people on the show that can be uh, remain authentic. You mm. know, I want the realness. I want the rawness. I want whatever they have. You know, like I don't want them. Uh, coming with a a prefabricated story, you know. Mm. I want the authentic them, and I think that's really like hard to find nowadays. And uh, I don't have too many people in my Rolodex or, or my f- cell phone now mm. that I can say, you know what, they're gonna be real with me, you know. Uh, not to say that the ones that I have is some people just don't want to put their stories out there. Yeah, you know? especially in front of a camera, it's absolutely, like difficult. Yeah. Absolutely, I don't think people understand the difficulty is to be in front of a camera and talk about your 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 uh shortcomings yeah for sure yeah that's difficult mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. okay who's gonna see this you know uh, yeah I, I don't know if i should say this that kind of stuff you know so it's it's really tough so i hats off to them that ha- are brave enough to come and sit in that chair that you're sitting in and tell their story mm-hmm. so I, I love that part of it but I want to keep going with this, but I want to also uh, transition back to uh, the mental health piece. Like um, in our in our region, in our city, like what are you seeing when it comes to uh, the acceptance of mental health? Like, you know, is do you see people like really starting to step out and speak on it, accept it? Or what do you see? Um so I guess I don't get a, out a whole lot <laughs> recently um, because the environment that I that I have that I have for myself um, is pretty accepting of it. OK, um, where like I know like I work a lot at the place I work at, but I, every now and then it's like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, actually, like, are you doing mentally? Like, do you need anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, obviously, you like you're a mental health therapist, yeah. <laughs> like you're asking <laughs> right, the right. same questions. Right. Um, but even before that, though, I saw an acceptance of mental health as a kind of like it is what it is sort of thing mm-hmm. which like that's not how we should be thinking about it like yeah. i was at um a black lives matter protest and mm-hmm. i saw this woman who was i'm not sure like what she had going on but she obviously wasn't like mentally well because mm-hmm. she's in front of all these uh people um and she's talking about like just the oddest things like mm-hmm. she's talking about 
how she's like a time traveling president mm-hmm. and it's like people are like kind of cracking jokes about her like laughing at her and it's like something's not right with her like yeah, yeah. she like i appreciate that she's like out here obviously like protesting with us but at the same time it's like she's not in her in the right state of mind right. to be in front of people and especially if we're asking for uh, black lives to matter she is a black life it's like mm-hmm. why are we to some extent like ridiculing her yeah. when she's obviously like got something going on wow. um there's another time when i saw another woman who um was in front of a black lives matter protest and she was dancing and like like stuff was falling out and stuff and it's like oh that's just yeah that's just yeah, it's like yeah come on now like she needs help like right. her black lives her black life matters like right. she's she may not be being brutalized by the police, but she's being brutalized by the healthcare system because she should be in a facility that's getting her some treatment. Mm-hmm. And she's not there. Like, why is that? You know what? Let's let's expound on that a little bit because I think the context in which you just view that in, I don't think we'd see it. You mm-hmm. know, I think if you're not being violated and brutalized like you're saying, then you're no longer saying Black Lives Matter. Mm. But if you have you see a person that is not mentally healthy, mm. then we don't see that as Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm wondering, like, what are we thinking as 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 people of, I guess, healthy people mentally? Mm. What? Why are we not like saying anything or speaking up or standing up for people like that? Um, I think at the time that the Black Lives Matter was happening, like the 2020 after George Floyd was killed, yeah. Um, it's social media does what it does best and kind of turn it into a trend. Mm-hmm. So it's very much became black people versus the police. Gotcha. Um, where that's the main focus. If it's not about that, it's not really getting talked about. Mm-hmm. And um, it's sort of, and it kind of breaks my heart to see, but like you, you get people like trying to make merch off it, trying to like, um, trying to promote their like mm-hmm. social brand and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, not about this anymore and i kind of became discouraged with the movement near the end of it because it's like like you're not here for the same reason that i am and because you're so much at the forefront i'm one individual it's like maybe i shouldn't be here because it's not about it's not about black lives matter anymore it's about like what can we do to promote ourselves or promote our brand or whatnot it's like okay let me take a step back yeah i did see that change that shift as well is that it no longer became about the the actual people mm. it became about the econ the, the, the e-commerce of everything it's like how do we make money off of this how do we promote this and how do we put ourselves out there right mm. into the celebrity state or this fame state because now you know we're capitalizing on our social justice but is it yeah. truly that you know it's like you like there's be sometimes when people start chants it's like i don't agree with that like people mm. are saying like um only good cop is the dead cop. It's like I don't, I don't think that. Like, <laughs> right? I'm a black individual. Right, like, right. Like, I don't think that. Right, right. And it's just, it's, yeah. It, it was, it was hard to see. I know, and and, and you know what though, that kind of that does mess with your mental as well. It's like mm. knowing and that people actually think like that. It's like, yeah, you know, the premise of Black Lives Matter is that Black Lives Matter, mm. right? Not no one else's life don't matter. It's just that we're the ones being attacked and violated at this point. And so we're letting you guys know that we matter too. Mm. But at the same time, it's like we're not going to 
ostracize or push a certain uh, demographic away because we feel that we're more important. It's like, why can't we all be mm. important? And so um, that's not the case. Mm. And even to the point where, and, and um, a lot of people won't like this, but if we're fighting against the police, if we're fighting against injustice of black people, well, why are we f- not fighting against our own people that are fighting against us? Yeah, you do get. Uh, it was the weirdest thing with um, the protests is I would see uh, black people on the opposing side mm-hmm. spitting back rhetoric that's like, "Do yeah. you actually believe this?" Like, it's right. it's weird to see this, these words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> like, it's it's almost an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. And so you know what? And so with that too, I want to get more people on there that can speak to that too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want uh, to make this show about race. I want to make it about uh, being mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. And all of that encompasses that, you know, the, the treatment, the mistreatment, uh, the, the segregation, the outliers, all of those things uh, culminate to affect our mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I want to really, really hone in on that in, in the third season. And um, and hopefully everybody be ready to go along for the ride with us, man, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that we have something to say and we're going to say it. Right. right. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, um, um, for the audience that's listening out there is that, you know, uh, the people is what's important and what's affecting their lives um, we want to offer some type of outlet by way of telling truth of other people that have either dealt with that or been through that. And so I feel like if we can continue to do that kind of stuff and stay true to what we really want to happen, uh, then I think that we'll be, we'll be uh, in rare company and doing the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I will also say that this third season that uh, – I'll announce it on on, uh, on here is that you'll be more involved in other stuff other than just behind the camera, <laughs> <laughs> other than just behind the camera. Because I think that we need uh, we need flavor, we mm. need youth, we need um, the back and forth of opinions. You know, because mm. I'm getting I'm older and you're you're in the younger set, but at the same time, I think we still have that mindset of moving forward, the growth mindset. But I also think that there are different things that we need to see from different avenues because I don't see it the way my grandparents see it and my kids don't see it the way I see it, you know, you know, so, so on. And so at the end of the day, we need to be able to bounce uh, information off of one another Mm -hmm. and uh, find ways to help our people and and expand that way. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I would like to do. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So. Before we get up out of here, um, because I want you to uh, uh, speak to your age group, like, what kind of advice do you give to uh, people in general? I don't want to say age, your age group, but people in general. What kind of advice would you give them? Um, I'd say, like, get out, like, talk to people, like, get to know people. Because um, a lot of the interaction we have nowadays online, mm-hmm. and you're only getting what they want to show you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, getting out and, like, really getting to know people, like, 
know that there's nuance to everything, that mm-hmm. there's gray areas to everything. Because um, I feel like if you understand that, you'll be more just accepting of a or how do I put it? You'll be more accepting of a lot of things that might get put into a black and white category. Mm-hmm. Like you'll understand, like oh, people make mistakes. Right. Like there's right. this, that, and the third. Um, and I just feel like it makes you like a more rounded in- individual to like talk face to face with someone because mm-hmm. that doesn't happen a whole lot anymore. No, it definitely. I mean. We're still living in time. COVID is still doing what COVID does, Monkey right? Monkeypox is on the rise. <laughs> yeah, and so it seems like one thing after another keeps happening. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's uh, as my grandmother would say, trying our patience. It's like really uh, testing you to see what your resolve is. It's like, are you going to be able to withstand the things of the world that are happening and and be productive, be positive? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the greatest thing that we could ever do is just remain positive in a world that is ever changing. You know, it's not always changing for the w- to, for the better. You know, and so um, presidents go and they come, um, leadership come and go, and you never know what you're gonna get in leadership. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're coming up where you know the the question is will Joe Biden run again or who's going to run against him and or or is he going to be able to beat him or you know we don't know what's about to happen and mm-hmm. not to say that even Joe Biden is 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 the best president or everyone has uh their woes when it comes to being in leadership so mm-hmm. but i i said all that to say is that like we just got to stay focused on being positive uh Stay focused on provoking change. Uh, stay focused on having a direction. And I think that's going to be really important for us is to make sure that uh, we're intentional and we have a direction. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be more thought-provoking in our episodes moving forward into this new season um, because I don't want to just put anything out there, right? You know, anyone can sit and just talk to people, but put substance out there, you know, something that means something to people mm-hmm. and something that people can learn from. And so that's what we're going to do with season three. Uh, we have, um, I'm, I'm thinking, I think it's, we got two more episodes before the season ends. And so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I, I thank all the audience uh, for sticking with us and, and subscribing uh, and liking. And, and please don't forget, go to YouTube Go to Spotify, go to Apple Music, go to um, um, TikTok, go to Instagram, subscribe, like, tell your friends. And we're just trying to do the best we can do, right? Mm. You know, we're not trying to uh, do anything that's not true to us. So I just want to say thank you guys in advance because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. Um, thank you for coming, Alex. You you, you, you didn't have to because Mm -hmm. you could have stood behind the camera, but we worked it out and and you came and I appreciate it, man. Uh, is there anything else you, you want to say to anybody before we get up out of here? Uh, can I do the sign off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We all have the ability to change our circumstance so long as we focus on what we can change. Good night, everybody.